live at 2 p.m. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another live edition of Queer State of Mind. We have two very special guests here today replacing our regular host. We're going to have a great time. We're going to be talking about all the latest news and all the topics that are happening in the world today. So stay tuned for another wonderful live edition of Queer State of Mind here on Radio Free Brooklyn. It's time for Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Join us for all the latest news, pop culture, talk, and more from QPOC Perspectives. And all the tea, sass, and shade you can handle. Listen in. And tell us what you think on Facebook at Queer State of Mind. And on Twitter and Instagram at QSOMNYC. Yes, welcome to another edition of Queer State of Mind. We have a very special show for you today. I have two special guests joining me, and we're just going to have a good time. going to chit-chat and make sure we catch up on the latest news and topics uh, that's happening around the world and what we can do about it and what we know and our opinions. But before we do that... um, Last week, um, even though I had my little opera show, um, I forgot to say that Little Nas S dropped his album. And for us who are black queer people, it's a big deal because he has one of the biggest albums that people have been waiting for this year. So this whole show, we're just going to be playing clips from the album. So please don't um, get mad at us. We just, you know, just want to make sure like we support the young man and so he can know that at least we're on his side. And while I wait for my guests, um, I'm going to start with the first single he released from this album called Montero, Call Me By Your Name. And yeah, so you're listening to Question of Mind here live on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes. I called it bad just today. You hit me with a call to your place. Ain't been out in a while anyway Was hoping I could catch you throwing smiles in my face Romantic talking, you don't even have to try You're cute enough to fuck with me tonight Looking at the table, all I see is bleeding white Baby, you living the life, but nigga, you ain't living right Cocaine and drinking with your friends You're living a dark boy, I cannot pretend I'm not faced, only you to sin If you've been in your garden, you know that you can Call me when you want, call me when you need Sell what you're buying I wanna fill on your ass in the wire I want the jelly 
times, every time that I speak A diamond and a nine, it was mine every week What a time and decline, God was shining on me Now I can't leave And now I'm making that Italy Never want the niggas that's in my league I wanna fuck the ones I envy, I envy I told you long ago on the road I got what they waiting for 
Yes, honey. That was Lil Nas X with Call Me By Your Name and Industry Baby. Yes, I played two songs. Those were his first two singles. Well, we have a very special guest here with us today. Miss Olivia, say hi to the people. Hi, people. Welcome to Queer State of Mind. Thanks for having me. I'm glad of to be here. Of course, honey. Of course. We're going to have a very special show today because we had an interesting night. <laughs> so bear with us. We're young, we're vibrant. And so Olivia's going to be telling us all about her, what she's doing, and like, you know, why she came to visit our show. So you will be able to hear and sometimes maybe see, not on the radio, obviously, she's an artist, her work. Um, but we're going to interview her in the second half. But before we do that, we have to start up by asking, how are you doing in the midst of this COVID craziness? Amidst. amidst- the, the COVID? Yeah. Mess? Oh, she said she's a bartender, which you know, you know yeah. she's always have contact with people all the time. And um, so it's crazy. So how is that working out for you? Um, it's such a tricky situation because it's like, are we still in COVID? Are we out of COVID? And then also now there's like all this vaccine stuff and um, they're kind of trying to put the responsibility of checking for vaccinations and keeping things in order they're trying to put that responsibility onto service people right which i think is like really unfair because it's like we're already jumping through hoops and trying to like keep our businesses running and like make the same right. money that we did before covid but now we have now it's like the hoops we're jumping through they just like lit them on fire and we're like okay good right. luck you didn't train for this but good luck right um so it's a really tricky situation because like we're not trying to turn people away or like call cops on anybody or anything like that um but it's also like half of half of the bars i've even been to as well they like don't always have door people right which makes it even more difficult and then it's like what if i don't know i was hearing a story of um one of my friends the restaurant she works at um a regular came in sat down at the bar the regular's vaccinated and she just served him and that was when like doh walked in and just witnessed that and despite the fact that he was vaccinated because she didn't check, even though he's been there a million times right. before, they still got like the thousand dollar fine. Are you and serious? Yeah. And it's not it's not like the individual. It's like the, the restaurant itself got the thousand dollar fine. Wow. I mean, didn't even ask her like, hey, do you know this guy's vaccinated? Like, yeah, he comes here every day. I've seen this card. I know he's vaccinated. They so- did. Um, so I guess the thing um, that made them fine the restaurant was that I guess you're supposed to have like a list if okay. you have like regulars or something it's like I can I don't know because I've talked to like a bunch of different people from like fire department DOH like this that and the other and what they're saying is like not it's not congruent so gotcha um, yeah. yeah because when I was there um, a couple of days ago when you were working you were really on top of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like with everyone hey Vaccination card, ID. Vaccination card, ID. I mean, it's crazy. Like, for me, I actually, you can hear my voice right now. It's not as um, strong as it used to be. It's better now, but I got a chest cold. So, it's been crazy with, like, people. I'm coughing. I'm hacking phlegm. So, people say, oh, you sick? I said, no, I'm not sick. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not I don't have COVID, but it's just a chest cold. But mm-hmm. be careful out there. Wear your mask when you go outside. And if you're in a safe space, like, at the gym, they actually take all our vaccination cards and put it on the system. Yeah. You know, I think that there has to be a better way to do this. But I mean, service industry is really 
they, they can't really afford to go through all of that. Yeah, yeah. And that's the part that sucks. So let's just hope that uh, while Miss Delta is doing her dirty dance, that she um, goes away soon or whatever. But I don't think I know. I don't think COVID's going away. I think it's going to be like the flu. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be one of those things where every year someone like goes ahead and says, "Hey, you know, you have to take a shot for it." I, I think it's going to be that because yeah, it'll it's just, just be like a new a new normal. Like. Yeah. And without exposing too much, actually, and I don't know exposing a lot. So my father, actually, I've been, had a very stressful week. Mm-hmm. My father actually was in the hospital with COVID. Oh, no. Yeah, so, uh, but he was on the tail end of it. He's always been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So he's fine. He's going to come through. Okay. So that makes me happy. But, like, just really take care of yourself. Protect yourself um, because it's the people around you that, you know, need to no, not get sick. Like, you know, yeah. wear your mask when you can. If you're vaccinated and they'll, they'll have the booster shots coming up soon, too. So yeah. that is our little, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, public service announcement. PSA. PSA. So we're going to get into a little news here. Uh, we have Barry joining us. He will be here in a few. It's just traffic is driving crazy. So there was a hack um, in a popular, on a popular website that a lot of far-right far trolls use. It's called Epic, I believe. And Epic, ugh, so it exposed a lot of the far-right trolls. Like a lot of people that were planning the insurrection, insurrection and all of that. So what do you think about that? Do you think like this should be exposed? Do you so think- was, it like, was, it, was it like trolls? Like when you say troll, I think of like old far-right people who are just like on Facebook, like being like Trump is God and stuff like that, or these like actual plants that are like trying to do some some sus shit. Um, like it's a mixed. Okay, okay. So a lot of the people that were on there, they did go to the insurrection. Inse- oh my God, I, I promise <laughs> you, I know how to pronounce that word. Insurrection uh, did go to the Capitol to do, mm-hmm. to do that, and a lot of them uh, kind of hide behind their personas, and this is one of the sites that kind of keeps that, you know hateful rhetoric and this is far far right of course um going and so okay this got like people's names out there who are on this site Ooh. i mean okay Ooh. i mean like what is but like what can you what can you do about that like it's not like i don't know unless someone's like on there proclaiming that they're like a nazi or something like very fucked up like i don't know if there's just like a teacher for example that's on this site right um, like, like, what are they going to do? Are they going to have like probable cause to fire the teacher just for being on the site, or yeah, that's is it just where like a, like like the, a public shaming thing, right? Like, I think it's more of a public shaming thing. Okay, that's what's happening right now because a lot of these people, like I said, they hide behind. Look, my thing is, if your your views are your views, mm-hmm. I just say stand in them, go from there. But when you're hiding behind something, you know there's something yeah. wrong with your views. Yeah. You definitely know there's something wrong with your views. It's like if your views were fine, you would have no issue just saying mm-hmm. what you have to say mm-hmm. and doing what you got to do. But yeah. they are, yeah, so a lot of them, like hundreds of them got exposed. So, I mean, I just kind of, I don't have the, uh, the list of names. So it said um, 110 people, 110,000 people. Wow. Yeah. So um, we have to go to see who... So Epic found a robber monster who did not respond to requests for comments, said the company data was hijacked and urged people not to use it. Negative intent. So I guess they got... Um, they got shut down? No, I guess they got... Uh, uh, what's it? Hacked. 
Okay. I can see that, though. Mm-hmm. I think somebody probably went on the inside, figured out how it worked, and did all of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's more of a public shaming thing. It's like, oh, so you were one of those yeah. people, you know. Yeah. I'm kind of in between because I don't really feel like, I feel like people should be held accountable, but I don't feel like people should be like shamed, shamed, shamed like that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like accountability is one thing, but where 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 we've come over like the past year yeah. with cancel culture, oh my God, it's, crazy. it's so ridiculous. It's so crazy. Ridiculous. You can't even like breathe and they're like, oh no, I yeah, don't like that. Yeah. But it's more like people don't like something and then they decide to cancel you. It's not like yeah, they want to have a conversation. Yeah, it's not like a question of like actual morals or right. anything. And then it gets into like virtue signaling and Right, it's that. like, do you want to help the person learn or do you just want to like make them go away? And I yeah. think that there should be more of the help to learn. And it was fun. I was watching something, speaking of cancer culture, I was watching mm-hmm. um, The Breakfast Club with Flame Monroe, who is a trans uh, comedian. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about the baby who got canceled. Um, yeah. What did he even get canceled for? So he said at a concert, if you don't have HIV or AIDS, uh, put your phone up. If you're not uh... sucking dick in the parking lot, put your phone up. And if you, uh, ladies, if your pussy uh, tastes like water, put your phone up. Okay. Now, insensitive, Yes. Mm-hmm. But the problem was that he got on his Instagram and said, like, my friend, my gay, I have gay friends. They're not nasty like that. They don't have any of those things. This is the man who has a music video of him um, skiing, not skiing, uh, uh, surfboard on his sperm in a woman's mouth. Uh, and so he's calling people nasty and yeah. all of that. I'm just like, no. So, but anyway, she was saying that we should help him. But she brought up a good point. They're like, well, all the LGBT people reached out to him. They're like, she's like, no. He needs help from the people around him that mm-hmm. he knows yeah. because he's not, he's just going to look at the other groups that's like, mm, they're just coming for me. But if I'm in your camp, like, hey, dude, you're tripping. Yeah, yeah. Please don't do that. So I think it would be better uh, in that way. But that's what we mean anyway. So I hope these far right people, I don't want anything to happen to y'all, but just mean what you say and say what you mean. Mean what you say and say what you mean. Yeah, in that sense. So, oh, don't worry about it. So, the next thing we have here on the docket is, um, ah, you're going to have a good opinion on this one. So, the Justice, the Justice Department sued Texas. Because, you know, Texas has that new abortion law. So, as I want, really want to get a woman in here to get a woman's point of view. So, what do you think about this Texas law? I think Texas is just so crazy on so many different levels um i think that law is like absolutely insane because like the science just doesn't even make sense like a lot of the times women and people with like ovaries and wombs don't know right that they're pregnant till like five weeks and then it's like you can't make that decision after six weeks um so i think it's um I think it's really fucked up and it's like a a way of control, but then control without the accountability, like the same people that are, that are super, super pro-life are usually in my experience, at least what I've witnessed and experienced are the same people that are like, you know, they're not like really looking out for the community. They're not um, looking out for like the poor people in the neighborhood or like the underdog or like, kids that need to be adopted and actually taken care of. Um, so it's like, if you're, if you're really going to sit there and like make that decision for someone else, then what are you going to do to help after? Like, But my thing is, okay, I'm a man. I don't have mm-hmm. reproductive organs besides, well, I guess the penis, whatever. <laughs> but 
Like, why are you regulating a woman's body and you have no idea? And that's yeah. the part that kills me. It's just like, um. Yeah. So, what if somebody gets raped? What mm-hmm. is this incest? There's just a lot of things that could take place that would like, you'd be like, no, I can't do this. I, yeah. I, I, I can't do that. Uh, health. Health. And it's just like, oh, every life's a life. I said, no, that she should be able to make that decision. She should absolutely be able to make that decision. And Texas just always has been kind of behind in that sense. I, just, sure. I can't imagine like being a young person uh, who's been victimized and you're just mm-hmm. like, and you got it's pregnant. Like you have and they, to deal with it. You like, have to deal with it and have to keep it. Like that's like, all right, so like it's 2021. Like this is not like, I don't know, Little House on the Prairie. No, it's not at all. I mean, in essence, it's just... More reality, you know? I just don't understand why it's so, like... I don't know. I just always found it crazy that um, people who are not... Who don't understand what someone's going through. It's like, but God forbid if women were making, like... um, Decision based on men's... uh, um, Dude, I know. It's like, what if every time you jizzed, you had to, like... Give someone. Oh my know, God! Can you imagine? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, why, why? Um, I don't know. Why is are women and people with reproductive organs like supposed to have all the responsibility and like the abstinence and the yeah, you know, like no no room for trial and error or anything? Why is it all in the woman? Mm-hmm. You know, in that sense, it's like yeah. no, it should not be all in the woman because like we're just trying to make sure everything is like moving. But yeah. Anyway, we'll be back to talk about this topic more. We have a couple of guests here I just have to go and get. So we're going to play another song from Lil Nas X's album, Montero. It's called Am I Dreaming? And that is featuring Miley Cyrus. So you're listening to Queer State of Mind here live on Radio Free Brooklyn.
Yes, honey, that was Lil Nas X with Am I Dreaming. So I hope you guys enjoy that. So we actually have a very, very, very special guest today. I'm very surprised this person came through. They told me they were coming, so get on the microphone, eh, honey, and let the people know what's happening. Say hi to Miss Duran Dalton. She's back. She's Hello. Hey, it's girl. I bet you thought slander. you saw the last of me, huh, bitch? <laughs> what, girl, that part. Well, before we go any further, let's just get your uh, your thoughts on, we had two topics me and Olivia just talked about. Okay. Your thoughts on that. So the first one was um, Epic Website had um, uh, everybody, oh, it was a far-right uh, website, uh-huh. and people's identities got reviewed. Not reviewed. A lot of like people who were like... Um, Far, far right people, like uh-huh. insurrection people, a lot of identities got revealed. What do you think about that? Do you a think? lot of identities? Identities, like 110,000 people. Oh, you mean like their sexual identities? No, no, like their mm-hmm. names and who they are. <sighs> people who like to hide behind, you know, keyboard warriors and all that. Oh, stuff. well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how she feel about it. She, yeah. said, she said, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she said, all right, yes, and... <laughs> okay. All right. So there's that. So that's the one. And we also talked about um, the Supreme Court. Uh, court is suing Texas because they had that abortion law that just you know passed, where it pretty much just want everybody to have the baby, no matter what the fuck is happening. What do you think about that? They're, they're, they're suing Texas because of the abortion mm-hmm. law. Mm-hmm. Good. But what do you think? Do you think that in this? day and age that people should still be especially men uh-huh. with no woman in sight well you know how I feel about this <laughs> I know but you know just right, right 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 men should not be you know um, um, creating policy around women's bodies mm-hmm. period yeah the sad part is you that know? they have women helping them do that shit too yeah well yeah. Mm. and that's the part because without uh, women helping you you can't do shit like this. No, it sucks. Yes, you can. They've been doing it for hundreds and hundreds. Well, thousands no, of years. Because you know what I mean? Like, they have, yeah, but I feel like yeah. there's also like a certain level of like brainwashing or not yeah. necessarily brainwashing, like coercion with a very specific narrative. To yeah. Like, so we're talking about conservative white women, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about archaic. Well, yeah. They're yeah. <laughs> archaic thing. We're like that, you know. Well, we've already, we already know this. They always choose their, you know. Well, they don't always choose, but, you know, a lot of times they choose their whiteness over, you know, like... Yeah, anything you know, else. Everything yeah, else. Yeah, true. So, yeah. That's not surprising, you know. I mean, but wouldn't you think as a woman, just like, you know what it's like to go through certain pains and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you be just be like, oh, no, I get it. At least if you're like, oh, I'm pro, um, pro, uh, um, what's that, pro? Anti-pro-choice? What's uh-huh. the other one? Pro-life. Pro-life, yeah. If I'm pro-life, I like, but I understand certain things that right, right. I need to do yeah, like, I think if some shit happens. That's like where, that's where like the coercion and the, the like extreme narrative comes into play is because it's like a, it's like a, I don't know, I guess they get uncomfortable because they're like, oh, well, if we give an inch, they're going to take a mile and then everybody's going to be getting abortions at full term, which yeah. is not an actual right. reality. No, no. At all. Right. Well, um, like, yeah, like, I, like, I think you were like touching upon this a little earlier. I think like we're, we're socially constructed, you know, yeah. certain ways. Yeah. So like, these things have been embedded into certain people from like birth, you know, yeah. like certain beliefs, certain values. Well, not values. I wouldn't call them values, but you know, yeah, beliefs. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that is uh, Mr. Dalton's thoughts. Not thoughts on this, honey. I do like how right after that happened, Mexico, who's like 
98.9% Catholic legalized abortion yeah. in the whole country. And so that was like really? kind of like a clap back. But then also I was like thinking about it and I was like joking with my cousins and we were like, mm, whose narco's daughter got knocked up to make this happen? Ooh. Yeah, because that's really crazy. Mexico, right? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That happened like that's right lot, after the Texas. A lot of too. Catholics. Yeah. I wonder, like, um, oh, wait a minute. You're right. That's somebody had to have some type of influence. Yeah. Oh, that. yeah. Because Mexicans are very devout Catholics mm-hmm. and they don't play about having their kids, no, all that. No. So it's, it's legal? Huh. I'm, I wonder, like, how many Latin, America, um, Latin American countries actually uh, have um, legalized um, abortion? That's, 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 that's a, that we, we got to figure that out, you know, on our she's next like, she's, musical she's, break. She's scrolling right Googling, now. <laughs> My Gen Z is showing how fast this is. Uh, As a journalist, I'm not going to research that right <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good that's question. Like a, that's, or it's just countries around the world because there's a lot of like, you know. Yeah. Like more conservative. Ooh, well, okay. Countries well, to not, sh- you know. We shall see. Well, speaking of. Um, Girl, I'm, so, I'm just so happy I'm functioning right now. <laughs> Bitch, you're I mean, on the air. <laughs> like I said, girl, we here. We had a night. I just said, well, I just said we had a good night. Oh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. I put my, I put my tea. I might or might not be working on no sleep, but I'm here. You know, we had a good night. It was a friend's birthday, mm. and we just party. You know, when you go somewhere, you're like, oh, I'm leaving at eleven. Oh, I'll leave at twelve thirty. I didn't. Like, I just set oh, myself up for that. So and so just showed up at one, so I got to stay for them. But it was yeah, it was around. Like I'm going yeah. home. He's like, no, girl, just come hang out. I was like, well, I don't have anything to do. I will leave in an hour. <laughs> and then lo and behold, I'm like, huh? Is that daylight? <laughs> right. Well, anyway, it was a good time. But speaking of not so good time, R. Kelly. Mm. So, R. Kelly was actually convicted, y'all. <laughs> After all this time. He was actually convicted on everything. Yeah. And this is a big win for women. It's a big win for black women mm-hmm. in general because black women usually are just kind of looked over. I mean, if you yeah. think about how long he was doing this yeah. and people just turning like a blind eye. And so it's basically the beginning of his career. I'm yeah. not sure if it, you know, it, it extends farther, you know, past yeah. that. But, you know. He used to fly girls in all the time to say. So, and that's to fly young girls in. And it's crazy because I can't believe that. I mean, here's the thing. I don't know how somebody looks at like someone who's like 12 or 13 and be like, that's sexy. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't understand that. I don't know if it's like to call it like a disease or like, I don't know. I, I, and the whole thing is just to me, I'm just like, um, you just saw that and you went, oh, that's hot. And it's like prepubescent. And you want to pee on, oh my God, it's too uh, much. But I'm just happy that he finally uh, got what was coming to him. Let me see what the, I don't know what the sentencing is, but clearly he's not going to be coming out of jail yeah. anytime soon. Right. Anytime soon. Uh, and it kills me because he actually was such a talented person. It had such a, a, a influence on R and B, nineties R and B, two thousands R and B. He was nineties R and B. So, like at this point, you can't really listen to nineties R and B without, <laughs> you know, him having some type of influence on it. You yeah. know, like either right. producing or songwriting. Like you can cancel all of his music, but like 
You know, there's there's a lot of people Aaliyah's work with him. debut single, back and forth, mm-hmm. he's on that song. Aaliyah's debut single, he had yeah. a song with um, Whitney Houston, he had a song with Michael Jackson, he had a song with Celine Dion. Dion. Yep. You Are Not Alone was yeah. the one with Michael Jackson, right? The one he yes, wrote? Yes, yeah. uh, yeah. about the girl he was keeping in the cupboard or something like that. Okay. That's what's funny about it, no. So all the songs, and speaking of that, actually, that's a good segue into this. Um, do you think that people should cancel his music? I mean. Yeah, I will let you go first. I don't. Oh, it's okay. Don't it's, say your piece. This is this I'm gonna a say safe my space. Because this is a safe space, and also like fuck cancel culture. I feel like I get yeah. canceled all the talking time. Talking to Mike a little bit more. For, there. Sorry. You're fine. I'm about to get canceled for not talking in the mic. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, they will try, it, girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's hard to, because like you said, like he was 90s R&B music. Yeah. Like, yeah. how are you going to, like, if you're taking him away, you're going to take away, like, so many samples. Yeah. So many collaborations. Yeah. He was, I do think this is, like, fuck, Drake, like, sampled him on his, like, right. latest album, which it was, like, a sample, not really, like, a feature, but still, it was, like, amidst everything going on, it was just, like, who's Drake's PR team? Who okayed this? Like, Right, right. Um. So, yeah, I don't think cancel the music. I think, like... If he like has this sentence or whatever, because I, I feel like, just the audacity of people yeah. is so yeah. astonishing. Like every single time. So like if he serves his time and then comes out and is still trying to salvage a career, yeah. And, yeah. and make music, that's gonna be the point where like nobody's gonna want to work with them. Right. If they do, they're gonna get canceled. That that that. So I think yeah. anything newer, no. But I think it's like, it's already done. And the thing that's crazy is. There's a lot of uh, massage noir happening mm-hmm. behind this because people are like, oh, Elvis Presley, 22, Mary Priscilla Presley at 14. That was like a whole, like, this all yeah. this thing trying to compare uh, these, like, Jerry Lee Lewis and all these people. I'm not like, let's not bring race into this because this person is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you trying to make this a uh, point? Mm-hmm. Like, and it, it, you know, like, a lot of people did the same thing with, with um, Bill Cosby. You know, yeah. the same thing, like, you know, um, trying to make it about race. Like, oh, they're trying to, just, you know, destroy yeah, this black man. But no. How did destroy some someone who literally was raping women? Who destroyed just, so many lives. Yeah, lives. Yeah. Like, it don't make sense. And then how do you, like, support someone who is literally sleeping with little girls? Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, his music. Okay. So, part of me is like, okay, I was still listening to some songs, but it's like knowing what the songs were about. That's what becomes creepy. Yeah. Because yeah. some of these songs are coded languages for mm-hmm. um, younger women, like Aaliyah, Asian, under the number. I said, oh, I, that song doesn't sound different now. It hits different now. Yeah. It hits Shit. very different now. Yeah. You know, I never liked that song. <laughs> <laughs> you probably know why. Because it's that happening there. So, yeah. And the crazy part about it is, I just, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Like, he has such a good body of work. Like, you can't say, I believe you I can fly anymore. You know, you know what it is? It's just like, there is literally no way. See, cancel culture. What does cancel culture really do? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's about, like, him being sentenced, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Him paying for his crimes. But right. if there was a way to take these men out of power and for them to not make money off the art that they produced, yeah, 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 yeah. that would probably be that you know a be better option. Than, right. Because a lot of times, you know, like outside of R. Kelly, right. um, a lot of um, people who have been canceled for whatever reason um, share art with other people. Right. And that art has had a much bigger influence than just them. So it's just like, I think of like the movie Bohemian Rhapsody, you know, like... 
Yeah. Brian Singer worked on that film, mm-hmm. but like he was behind the scenes and then it, he was replaced and that movie just it represents so many right, great right. Other, other great things, you know. Yeah. And so it's like is it really fair to like cancel that film because of this horrible person worked on it? You know what I mean? So, and then that's where you have to yeah. separate the artist versus the person, and which yeah. has become mm-hmm. something very, very crazy. Like Bill Cosby did a lot for black America yeah. with that show. However, it's just like, okay, but he's horrible. Yeah. yeah. So how do you like rectify that? It's just like, do you still watch the Cosby show knowing what he did? Because it really was something that was big for- You did cancel culture the people. <laughs> you stop making money off your <laughs> Child, no. Cancel culture has gotten out of hand, but I think yeah, that yeah. Uh, we're not saying that you should like no. worship Bill Cosby mm-hmm. or support R. Kelly. Let's put no. that out there right now. We are not saying oh, any yeah, of like, that. If you like know what they did and just how guilty they are and everything, yes. and you're still over here like, oh my god, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you're a little right. fucked up. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people who did shit like that. So yeah, that's the thing yeah. that was crazy about it mm-hmm. in that sense. Well, anyway, we are going to come back in a minute. We're going to take our first major music break. And uh, we have this whole day. We're playing nothing but uh, Montero today. Mm-hmm. So I played all tracks for uh, No yes. Nice's album because I feel like, hey, we haven't had something like this. A really like gay black young man killing it, become one of the biggest pop stars. So I was like, so let me just go ahead and represent for him here. Serving what about everywhere he goes. What about? Oh, I don't know who you're about to say. Don't be messy. <laughs> don't be messy. You know, I'm not one to be messy. Uh, uh, don't do it, girl. Don't do the it. Irony. So we are going to play three tracks from the album right now. Uh, in the first music break, we have Dead Right Now, which he is talking about his father, his mother, uh, the relationship with that. Void, which is an amazing ballad. I was so shocked about how beautiful this was. Mm. Vocally single, or just like, you know. Just, everything. Okay. Everything. And then, of course, the song that he has a video with for the book by Mountain and all that stuff. Uh, That's What I Want. Um, so we're going to just play these first three tracks here. So you're listening to Queer State of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn. My whip, I swear, size of a nigga who's down. Your nigga, he'll fry just to fit my neck, my neck. Uh, you know, I never did you wrong, even though I'm right here by the phone, dog. You know, you never used to call, keep it that way now. I'll treat you like you're dead right now. I'm on your head right now. You wanna fuck with me so bad right now. In my sister house the whole summer Songs wasn't doing numbers Whole life was going under Left school, then my dad and I Had a face face in Atlanta He said it's one million mean chance And I told him, daddy, I ain't never wanna uh, uh, I ain't never need him uh, I ain't never need no nigga uh, I ain't never need no feature If I didn't blow, I would've died trying to be here If it didn't go suicide, I wouldn't be here Daddy, y'all come around if they been here We get this rich and famous Everybody come up to you singing Hallelujah How'd you do it? You've been on my mind, you've been running through, yo. Hallelujah, how'd you do it? 
Treat you like you're dead right now I'm on your head right now You wanna fuck with me so bad right now Well now you can't right now oh. Mama told me she was gonna stop fucking around with that nigga Told me she was clean but I'm knowing that I asked to deceive her My mama told me that she love me, don't believe her when she get drunk, she hit me up now with a fever like, whoa He ain't even all that pretty He ain't even all that nigga He ain't hippin' out with me, God won't forgive you Shit He ain't even all that pretty He ain't even all that nigga He ain't hippin' out with me, God won't forgive you You know I never did you wrong Even though I'm right here by the phone, dog. You know you never used to call Keep it that way now I treat you like you're dead right now Everyone tells me, hold on, 
of time Trapped in a lonely, lonely life Looking for love around the night to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash queerstateofmind and follow us on Twitter 
at QSOMNYC. Yes, honey, that was Dead Right Now, Void, which I absolutely love. Mm. And that's what I want, which is his new single. Hi, guys. Hey. I have you guys know right now, we're actually doing the show sober. That's why we sound so freaking like polished today. <laughs> oh, see, that part. Don't do it. This is live, girl. <laughs> I mean, you know, well, <laughs> we're here. We're doing the show. And queer? Yeah, we're queer. here, we're queer, we're ready mm-hmm. to go. Well, speaking of we're here, Brittany Spears, y'all. <laughs> so <laughs> she finally got her dad, well, she didn't do it, but her daddy is now removed from conservatorship. Mm-hmm. Which makes me so happy for her. I mean, mm-hmm. this is such a big deal. So the whole free Britney movement at first was like, this is stupid. Why are people just doing it? Mm-hmm. But I realized it was more than just freeing Britney Spears. It's all about mental health and how we treat people. And she was pretty much a prisoner. And I kind of felt like they were actually just pumping her full of drugs mm-hmm. and pushing her on stage. It's like modern day Judy Garland. Like yes, yeah. Yeah. yes, 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 yes. Oh my God, I didn't think about that. Yes. You. Come on, the youngest one here making the best reference. <laughs> Come <honey>. on, culture. <laughs> right. And I think that's so crazy. But uh, Duran asked the pop culture journalist uh, here. I'm not a pop culture journalist. Was, well, you're right. You're a smutty gossip magazine journalist. No, I'm daily a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> you, girl, you're a journalist. He can only honey. write his name. Right. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? Uh, about uh, Free Britney? Yes. It's about damn time. Yeah, it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. I, I mean, I do agree with you. Like, at first, I'm just like, I was like, this is, I don't want to call it silly, but I was just like, yeah. I, it's cute, I guess. You know, like, it's just, fan, it's about fandom, you know? Yeah. And then I realized, yeah, it's, it's so much more than that, you know? Like, this has been, like, years of her being abused. Yeah. And, you know, in a sense, basically being abused. Yeah. Um, Mentally and emotionally, you know? Like, this dates back to, you know, pre-2000, what was it, two thousand. 2004, 2004, like when it, you know, like the like five or six year into yeah, the career, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. So the, this dates way back before that, you know, like the whole like well, who was it, Chris Crocker, who said leave Brit- Brittany yeah. alone, like yeah. seriously, they, they should have left her the fuck alone. Yeah, well, Chris mm-hmm. Crocker just a woman now, honey. So did you know that? Yes. Oh yeah, he transitioned. Mm. Yeah. She, did you know that? No. Yes, Chris Crocker. Um, he went from being a little twink, and then he was like a uh-huh. porn star, and then mm-hmm. he was like a inner sensation. Now she is a woman. Amazing. A proud trans woman. The more you know. She looks okay. I mean, I know. She's living her truth. Miss Carmo. I said she looks okay. She does look okay. <laughs> Back on topic. <laughs> oh, that's true. I don't want to get canceled. Well, anyway, I just feel like the whole, uh, they're going to comb through everything. I think they're going to find some stuff like the father taking mm-hmm. money. Like, yeah. they were working this girl out. She couldn't yeah. even get on the plane. She couldn't do anything. And now I feel bad for calling her <laughs> Stephanie. I was just like, why is Britney Spears so stiff, you know, like on stage? Like, yeah. she... She was that bitch. You know? yeah. They even had her uh, choreographing her own shows. I mean, it was just... I didn't, it was yeah, crazy because yeah. she released, like, after this all first started, when she, like, wasn't allowed to, like, go on planes or do this or that mm. or the other, she was still making music. She made, like, mm. I think she yeah. made, like, two or three albums after yep. that. But yeah. they're sitting there saying she's unwell. Like, if she's yeah. literally making this and choreographing her own stuff, that's not... 
they just the whole thing is just, you know what's know. funny what? it's like back in the day like especially like during like the britney era with mm-hmm. i'm not a girl i'm not yet a woman yeah i was just like she has the greatest life i was like i want britney Spears oh. life. she's she's just living this great celebrity life she's a huge star and i was like oh no no Oh. Well, I mean, the thing about people who are famous, people forget yeah. that they're under contract. So yeah. it might seem mm-hmm. like they have this glamorous life when they actually don't. Right. You know, right. Yeah. because you're working and they're answering to somebody. Th- that part. The biggest mm-hmm. stars in the world. I mean, think about it. Janet Jackson was like the biggest star in the world. And one little mistake and it's just like. They, they, they yeah. literally erased her. Yeah. They right. tried. Well, they tried. They, they tried. tried so hard to erase right. her. Right. It was just so weird, like, when, like, you know, people that are, like, younger than me who don't know who she is. I'm just like, how do you not know Janet Jackson? She was the biggest uh, star they, in the 90s and they early 2000s. They don't know. I don't care to, care to know either. Yeah. You know, in that sense. So, um. The reason why your favorite exists. Literally. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And they will tell you that. <laughs> right. So, I would like to say congratulations, Britney Spears. I yes. hope that um, you can bounce back from this. Although, the day she got released from conservatorship, her boyfriend proposed. I'm just like. Mm-mm. Uh, I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't know you either. But that's a lot. But okay, okay. I, thought, I, I heard that that was like another thing in during yeah. conservatorship too. Was like there were still like so many rules and stipulations on her dating life. Oh my god! Oh, dating life too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, because she uh, she couldn't get pregnant. It's, it's a whole bunch of stuff they had on her. Yeah. It was a mess. And you know why it's her dad and this other lady that runs it. It's actually a woman who runs her conservatorship. Mm. And this lady's supposed to be like evil. Like, just let the girl go. Give her her money. She's a woman. I'm sorry, not girl, sorry, woman. Let the woman go. Give her her money and just kind of, you know, leave yeah. her alone. You know, in essence. Speaking of being left alone, girl, Kelly Price. <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> I'm about to do it, you know. <laughs> Kelly Price, she was lost. I'm just glad she's okay because she was a friend of mine. <laughs> See what I did there? I do. She was a friend of mine. Oh, corny ass. So Kelly Price. Why, why, why? See another fucking R. Kelly. See? Yeah. <laughs> he literally wrote oh that song, God. right? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's crazy. Friend of mine. They're my friend of mine. No, I'm talking about why, why, why. He's on oh, that he song, did. too. Isn't oh. he? That's the Kelly Price song, y'all, but I think it does feature him. So for those of you who don't know who Kelly Price is, Kelly Price is an R&B singer. And uh, she was a backup singer for Mariah Carey. She wrote a lot of songs for Whitney mm-hmm. Houston. She had a very successful R&B career. Yes. And I guess she, she was got, always booked. Yeah, she was always booked. So I made that badge when she got missing. But my thing is, she was missing. Like she had COVID, and I guess her sister reported her missing. Mm. But she really wasn't missing. She was just kind of like staying away from people. Right. Mm. So, you know, so there was a whole internet like thing where she didn't let Kill anybody Price? know. No. Damn. You know, a lot of people have done that. Yeah. They yeah. tell people after the fact, like, yeah, I had COVID. That's why I disappeared. Yeah. yeah, but you're a public figure that big. You shouldn't necessarily tell people, but like your sister yeah. should know where you are. Yeah, like yeah, if yeah. your sister's like calling you and calling you and calling you. Like, yeah, but she is okay. She is recovering and she is. Okay. Maybe she's just like, you know, like shut down. You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it can happen. You know, yeah. it's mm-hmm. hard. I mean, uh, she's, she's not at the best part of her career nowadays. Yeah. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. those days are gone. So. But, but according still. to her, she is always booked. Yes, yeah, so the running jokes <laughs> was on R&B Divas and she was always booked. Every time, like, oh, girl, yeah. she's like, I'm booked. I'm booked. <laughs> I don't need this show. I'm booked. I'm booked. <laughs> it's literally so it was so terrible when somebody reported she was missing and my ass went over. I said, are you sure she's not booked? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, no, Miss Carmel, don't do that. Be nice to the Kelly Price. Well, Kelly Price, I'm glad you're okay, but 
please like, let somebody know where you're going, honey. Like you just can't be out here just you know, letting the girls have, you know. Uh, you're going to <laughs> <laughs> clearly she did not because she didn't let anybody know well we're coming up on the end of our first hour oh olivia we made it to the end of our first hour oh my god yes. so now we have to make it to the end of the second hour and hopefully mr bear will be joining us soon there's a lot of traffic yours so he's trying to make it here as quick as possible so we can um, have a lovely messy hour. I think that shady bitch heard I was gonna be on the show. Decided not to show. Up. <laughs> I, I didn't tell her. So, <laughs> no, I didn't tell him at all. But anyway, so let me go ahead and just get us ready here for this wonderful second hour of a queer state of mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. We are live, y'all. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Fucked up, honey. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, she don't came up. Look at her. Look at God. Getting merch. I don't know if that's God, but yeah, look at something, honey. Mm -hmm. She's not going to let me do anything. Let's get that right. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, I see what you did there. You see what I did there? And I appreciate it. It's amazing. This remix will literally give you life okay yeah we're listening to Chris and the mind gonna let these queens calm down cause they Ooh, do need to calm down they're doing the most alright what is happening mm. what is happening on the record right now say your girlfriend I'm like nah this is my good Judy bitch what the fuck you mean right. and ladies with an attitude fellas that are not in the mood continue <laughs> 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 Time for the Messy Hour, right here on Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Back, honey. We are back. We are back. We are back. We are back. So, yeah, we made the second hour. So, we're not messing today because we're not drinking no liquor. We're trying something new. Well, that and the liquor is on its way with Barry, so that's (laughs) that's part of the reason. But before we continue on, we're going to have an exclusive interview with Miss Olivia. When we get back from our music break, we'll continue our Little Nas X expose here. So um, there's a song he wrote called One of Me, and it's featuring Elton John. And Elton John, he doesn't sing on it, he just plays the piano on it, but it's fantastic. So, you know, the king of the gays has embraced um, the young queerling, so... um, Take a listen to one of me featuring Elton John, Lil Nas X. You'll listen to Question of Mind live here on Radio Free Brooklyn.
me, say you need the validation Tell me that you think you on top your last creation Word on the block is you fell off and I'm just saying If it ain't no town road, little Nazi ain't playing Nigga, just stick to what you best I suggest make another one like this. Huh, yeah, oh, I know it hurts your soul to know it was only luck. Huh, if you drop a song, nigga, we won't give a fuck. No, I like this, I don't like that. Do this shit, don't you do that. Say you wanna me, say you wanna me, yeah, yeah. Say you wanna me, say you wanna me, yeah, yeah. I like this, I don't like that. Do this shit, don't you do that. A joke, been a gimmick from the go All the things that you do Just to get your face to show Oh, you think you big shit, big pimpin' Let me know, ain't the next big thing You the next thing to go Now, can you prove yourself Everybody wait on I'm just being real, scratch somebody Hate on, I don't see you lasting Long, and that's just me being honest Even if your album okay Is flopping, that's a promise, so I like this, I don't Like that, Don't you do that Say you wanna me, say you wanna me, yeah, yeah Say you wanna me, say you wanna me, yeah, yeah I like this, I don't like that Do this shit, don't you do that Say you wanna me, say you wanna me, yeah, yeah Say you wanna me, say you wanna me, yeah, yeah I like this, I don't like that Do this here, don't you do that Oof yeah, usually I have a beautiful voice like a swan, but today I sound like a swan. Because swans don't have beautiful voices at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was Lil Nas X featuring Elton John with um, One of Me. So, y'all, we have a very special guest here. Who? One of my... Fa- <laughs> Not you, bitch. Yeah. One of don't my favorite people ever um, who... I met at the Bush Republic House, as you know, she's here. She's, I told you, she's a bartender. And she's also an artist, so she's going to tell us what she's working on a little bit by herself. So, Olivia, introduce yourself to the people, please. Hi, people. I'm Olivia Durfee. Um, I am in my 20s, so I don't really know what I'm doing, but I think that's a really good... Oh, Barry is 10 minutes away. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, that yeah, part. I think it's... Fourth wall. Part. <laughs> oh, we need the rosé. <laughs> we really um, yeah. yeah, anyways, so I am so I, yeah, I guess I would say artist is the best way to describe me. I do work in service. Obviously, that's not like um I don't have a problem with it, but not what I would like to do for forever. Um so one thing I do do is um I do stand-up comedy from yeah. time to time. Um I've been getting into that a lot this year. Um so I actually host a show once a month at Bushwick Public House. It's called Chaotic Good. And it's not an open mic, but I try to, it's a way for me to try to network with other comedians because I also just do really enjoy stand-up and, like, watching it and, like, you know, laughing. Like, um, there's a quote from, I think it's Natasha Leone about comedy, and she says she loves it because it takes us further away from death. Mm. Um, Yeah. Which I love that because I feel like some of the best comic sets like we know and love are all coming from like a place of like 
trauma or like something so yeah. shitty and like painful. Well, that's why com- comedians make such good dramatic actors yeah. when they do it. Yeah. Um, and guys, when Olivia hosts her shows, they're so good. Her transitions. <laughs> it's called improv, baby. It's fabulous. It's absolutely fabulous. So how did you get started in comedy? Um, I went to school for musical theater and then I did that for a while. Um, yeah, same. Uh, (laughs) we're out here yawning that part (laughs) right yeah um so yeah musical theater and then i did that for a while and then it's like really taxing and then i was like well i still love to perform and i was um i always like loved like sketch and being funny and like when i was acting i was always getting the comedic roles yeah so um, character parts yeah yeah so then i like took a class at like upright citizens brigade when that was a thing yeah which that's like the new york chapter is like no longer existing <laughs> they just like with covid they just kind of like disintegrated it's really sad actually but um hopefully they'll be back at some point yeah so i did like an improv class there and then i was about to do like sketch and a bunch of other improv there and then covid happened um but through that i was just like meeting a lot of people and they were like oh we do stand up too like blah 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 and then they were just like oh well you're just like generally funny like you should try it sometime um and so then i did that like a week before lockdown oh wow and then in the summer i was like so bored that i like i i just i love artists and performers and stuff and i feel like it's like really easy for me to talk to people so i just meet a lot of people so last summer i started as a way for me to get better at comedy i started like producing and hosting shows on my roof and like spacing out the seats and like socially distancing making people like wear masks and this and that and the other um, just to give people an opportunity to perform, but then also for us to like keep working on our craft yeah. because like it was just like I don't know how else would you do it during lockdown when like right. everything you know and love is like ripped away from you in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that and then like this year just going to more open mics and then that's how I meet people and then whenever I meet like comedians whose sets I really enjoy, I try to like recruit them to be in my show. And also to give them a little money because comedy really doesn't pay. Right. Um, but I also try to make it like diverse because um, I, I've i been to like a lot of like women and like LGBTQ open mics and they're always like wonderful. But it's like it's fucked that like those are the open mics in which everyone is like the most supportive and like mm-hmm. feels like the safest. Um and so I feel like a lot of other open mics I go to, it's just like a bunch of like, I don't know, I guess like frat boys, but for like comedy. So it's yeah. like, I don't know, like lame frat boys. And it, it, sometimes it can get really negative or there's like this and that and the other. And then it's like a big pissing contest. So I like to have like a, I like to just create like a really warm environment um, for the shows that I do. That's fair. Um, so I've been to a few of her shows. And like I said, it's, it's usually very diverse. She's right. Different types of comedians, and one of these days I'm going to try my hand at it because I feel yes, like you will. I want yeah. to try it, we'll but coach it's so you. scary to me. Um, it's okay. Deron is your plant. You just have to sit him in the front, and he'll laugh at anything. True. This true. True. I will cackle. True. I don't laugh. I cackle. Yeah, he'll get us to peer pressure. Yeah, because I want to do it, but you know, my, my style would be a little bit more shady. Not not so much insult comedy, mm-hmm. but like I want to like I was thinking about a set. I said, oh, I'd be fun to make fun of people in Bushwick and how to dress or the old couches and all that stuff. Just no, that things, is fun. That's things like that, set. you know, in that sense. Well, besides being a comedy person, you're also an artist. Yes. So, so yeah. um, 
I love to do the art, um, and I'm still trying to figure out, like, what exactly to do with that um, uh, monetarily and whatnot. But I did just get paid for, I just got, like, commissioned to make an art piece that's actually for a show for the first time. So that's really exciting. So basically, my ex-roommate, Cassidy Layton, she's wonderful. She's, like, an actress. She just got into, like, UX design. She does, she... She does the most. She does the most. Like, a lot of people are like, Olivia, you're always doing something. But no, Cassidy is, like, mm-hmm. always doing something. Um, so she got a grant from, I don't remember what it is. I think it's, like, New York Art something something. It's, like, some New York art thing. She got a yeah. grant from them in order to publish and make a show around a series of short stories she wrote. Okay. So the series is called Grown Up Bedtime Stories. And they're a little... They're a little macabre. They're a little spooky. Some of them get like really existential and like emotional. Um, and then what she did after that was she's making it like an event. So October 16th at this church in Bushwick, um, she made it so people can go and um, read the short stories. But not only that, she hired an artist and assigned them a story to make an art piece based off of. Um, so that's my role. So it's going to be this whole immersive thing where you're going to be like in the basement of like this church, <laughs> which I think she picked that because she wanted to add to the spooky thing. So it's like kind of like a haunted house effect almost. Mm-hmm. But basically you're just like walking around the church basement and you're going to be able to read the stories. You bring headphones and there'll be like a voice actor that's like narrating the stories and like doing voices and stuff. And then there's like a coordinating art piece to um, to each story. But I'm really grateful for the opportunity. And I know some of the other artists and like some of the voice actors that are going to be in it. Um, So it's it's going to be really cool. So were you ever I'm not were you always trying to do art at some point or is just something you just just kind of picked up? recently? uh, no, I was I was always doing it like I could call that honestly before like singing and acting and everything Mm -hmm. um, like art was always my first love like um I don't know, like, my mom has stories about, like, how, like, crayons were the things, even when I was a baby, and I wasn't, like, drawing, drawing with them. I would, like, walk around with a bunch of crayons and just, like, hold them all the time. Um, So I've, like, spent, like, basically my whole life, like, drawing and stuff, but now I'm actually, like, getting into the more, oh, wait, I haven't really taken an art class, so maybe I should, like, try to focus on, like, how to be more technical about it, or, like, yeah. go on, like, TikTok and, like, learn new techniques to, like, advance myself, because it's... I love the fact I can learn techniques from painting on TikTok. Dude, I know. TikTok crazy. is so crazy. The, the stuff I've learned there, like, why is TikTok telling me more than, like, a doctor would tell me? Right. It's really ridiculous. World. So, how can people... Let's just put this out there before we continue okay. the interview. How can people find you? Like if someone wants to like, okay, Olivia, I want to commission a piece for you or yeah. Olivia, I want to be in a comedy show. How can people find you, uh, your handles? Um, yeah, so my Instagram handle is at od.on.derf. That's spelled D-U-R-F. Um, and so they can find me um, on Instagram that way. I do have a Twitter, but you're, nobody wants to see that. It's just like shit posting and like sometimes drunk tweeting um, I've had I have Twitter for things. a long time. I know I don't post it in my Twitter. Oh no yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you tell me about this, yeah. Like I'm, I can barely use Instagram per se, but I'm mm-hmm. still an old man, honey. I'm a Facebook queen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, shit didn't bring back MySpace. <laughs> 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 
remember when Facebook was trying to be like, oh, we're going to add music in the background. Like, so you're making yourself MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what else besides, I mean, comedy, art, uh, musical theater? God, I didn't know she was doing all this stuff here. You know, so what is it like being a young woman uh, in New York City in Bushwick? As an artist, because Bushwick is a very artsy neighborhood. Yeah. What is it like in the um, what is it the, like? your artistic community here in Bushwick? Um, I really like Bushwick because it it is very artistic, and there is like a very a very young scene. Which like, not to be ageist, but I feel like in my soul, I'm like fucking forty five. I have to constantly remind myself I'm not, and not to say that I've like figured everything out. I clearly still have so much learning to do. But yeah, so like I feel like half the time when I'm out and about, I'll like I feel like such an old person because I'll like look at other people that are like my age and I'm like, you kids, what are you doing out here? Right. But then even with that, there is like a lot of other people who are like around my age, like early mid 20s who I've met who are like so wonderful and like really just like hungry, but like not even for like a specific goal, just hungry to like keep creating and like making things um which i think is like really beautiful when you're just doing something for like the sheer joy and love of it without like really like obviously we all want some type of monetary gain Mm -hmm. but without like having any anything that's like tainting your your need to create you know um so i've met like so many amazing people um that are like photographers um it's also really easy to meet people being a bartender too right Right. Um, yeah, and then you're out like at another bar or club, and then people are like, "Oh, hey, where do I know you from?" Right. Um, but yeah, I think it's fantastic, and I've had like I'm um, even the past month, I have like all of these things kind of lined up. Oh yes, um, please uh, tell the people. Yeah, look, you got to tell them about your events. Um, yeah. So so yeah, just like like I'm trying to like get into art direction, and lately I've met like a lot of photographers that like they didn't even know that about me but have like approached me and then we've started conversations and then it's like our minds are just like one we're like oh talking about like a concept or something and how like we want to make it this way this way this way like this is how we could build the set and this and that and the other um so i think it's like a really it's a really good place to to meet a lot of artists and to like collaborate and people are really warm um and open um and then i also really love like the older community like the the like neighborhood community too um so what is the end goal for you let's just say let's just say 10 years from now let's say 10 years from now when you're in your 30s do you want to be more pursuing of the art or more pursuing of the comedy or depends on what picks up first i guess it depends on what picks up first because like comedy is something that i really like doing it but like i'm not i'm not sure i think if i put the amount of energy and effort into it to make it something like bigger than myself. Mm-hmm. I think I could, but I don't know if I have that capacity right now. So like not to say that I won't in a year and will like actually go like hit that with a sledgehammer till I break through the glass ceiling right. or I don't know, metaphors, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not something that I see myself like doing mainly right now. Like what I would love to do is I'd love to do like, um, art direction and just like visual direction for like magazines or like photo shoots or music videos like I would love to be the person that is on set that is like they're speaking with the creator from the beginning and it's like okay well if this is the story 
then why don't we make it look this way? Why don't we put, so yeah, you like, want to go more to the, the visual here. arts, like, both yeah. your, your artistic mind. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. okay, that makes sense though. I mean, why? Why wouldn't you? Do? I actually did a lot of art in school too. A lot yeah. of people don't know about this. I did a lot of art in school. I actually was in the in the high school. Excuse me. In the high school, we had um, a great art teacher, and every year, like she picked like maybe three or four kids to like mm-hmm. have stuff on display. I mean, I was making like ceramic roses, oh, batik stitchery. So I did a lot of that stuff, and I loved yeah. it a lot. And just sitting now stitching and doing all that. I wish I would have stuck with it. Yeah. Because it was very comforting mm-hmm. in that sense. And that's one of the most comforting things to do. It's really comforting. And it's also like, it's so tedious. Oh, yeah. It's so tedious. But like, it's, so it's like frustrating and daunting, but also like so fulfilling. Yeah. <laughs> simultaneously. I mean, yes, it's a lot of layers to um, that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of layers to that to that part over there. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so Olivia, like I said, she's a bar. She's, she's every woman. She does everything. She does a little bit of everything. Here, so before we even uh, move forward with our uh, next topic, uh, Olivia, give them what uh, your address—not your address, uh, your handles—are again, and tell them what you have coming up, so yeah. people can know where to go. Okay, so um, my Instagram is od dot on dot derf. Okay, D U R F. And that's where you can find me. Um, you could also email me. It's just like my first and last name. Right. Olivia.Durfee at gmail.com. Um, and then what I have coming up is I am going on hiatus. I'm oh. leaving tomorrow for 10 days. Oh, um, where are you going, girl? Columbia. Oh, it's the, uh, just the to go. Forest. Yeah, just to go. My friend's down there. She's like, hey, come meet up. And wow. I need, I need to leave the country. Um, but when I get back, hitting the ground running. Lovely. As you do after a break. So um, Thursday, October 21st, um, you can find me and the Chaotic Good Comedy Show at Bushwick Public House in Brooklyn at 9 o'clock. And then um, right when I get back, actually, Saturday, October 16th is um, Grown Up Bedtime Stories. That's the It's described as a pretentious, immersive, haunted house, an immersive theatrical art show experience. Side note, bring headphones if you go to that. Um, oh. You can find, um, they have a website, grownupbedtimestoriesislive.com, um, where you can get tickets. It is free to attend. Um, but that's at a church in Bushwick, in which I don't remember the name of, um, October 16th from okay. like 4 to 11. Oh, so y'all, look, you'll have to check around if you're ever in uh, Brooklyn. Come by Bushwick Public House. Yeah. You know, that's our home. Come get a drink, our watering hole. She's got a watering hole. Yeah, clearly, you know. We went to another watering hole last night. That's why every bitch is in here looking crazy right now. Yeah, we look uh, busted. I'm so glad this isn't TV. Oh, not girl. When I said Duran, I said, girl, I'm so glad this is not TV because <laughs> I would not be making it. When yeah. I tell you, baby, I said, we always say that to my niece, honey. I call her Pam Tillis, honey. Pam and Tillis are going to go together after the show, girl. <laughs> They're going to sing a beautiful song, honey. Oh, my goodness. The the liquor has arrived. No, we don't drink in the studio. We just, you know, we just, we just here, Miss Barish. So before we go on, uh, any further, let's talk about for our next music break. Let's talk about Simone Biles and Miss Barry. Would you like to join us real quickly and say hi to the folks? You know, she looks very fantastic. Yeah, very yes. good. Very yeah. compensating for all of us, girl. 
So, cheers. Hi, lady. Hi, everyone. Hi. Oh, she got a lovely little jacket. Oh, she got a pump song going with heels. Oh, she does. Mm-hmm. Bitches yeah. dumping around yeah. the town, honey. So, my Barry, little fry boots. Mm-hmm. Before you know what, Barry, I'm gonna uh, we're gonna get your quick uh, opinions. You know, give us one minute total on all of these topics. So I'm gonna give you a real quick one. So rapid uh, fire, rapid fire. So Justice Department sues Texas over their abortion law. Girl, so three minutes, three weeks ago. Um, so bitch, <laughs> listen, not on live radio, girl. Okay. <laughs> Don't lift up my skirt. Okay, so um. Uh, I think it's ridiculous. I mean, the thing that for these people and hetero men to be telling women what they can and can't do with their bodies and then to now um, make it's like you have this entitled people, regular people, everyday people to go around being a militia to police women's bodies. Yeah, Um, it is absurd. And I hope that they can fix this. But it seems that politically, this Republican, I have no idea. These aren't the Republicans that I've ever known about. Right. So, um, I mean, we all know Reagan Republicans. We all know these. But yeah. these are very, 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 very far right-wing Republicans who are definitely trying to police everything mm-hmm. on these Trump appointees in the legal system, all the, in the courts. They, you know, they during his reign, they pushed and pumped all of these very right-wing um, justices into these positions. And so now we are fighting and trying to get up. It's like, uh, what's the name with the thing with the hoods and the hats? Um, the girls, what is it? Um, the, um, oh, the yeah. Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's yeah. Tale. I mean, it really is turning into that. Yeah, um, it's a little crazy. So, so I just hope that they are able, I mean, I have friends who live in Texas. You know, I understand you can have whatever opinion about abortion that you would like to have, but it still is the person's right to be able to to choose. And a lot of times, as we forget, like it's a hard thing for these women sometimes to choose to mm-hmm. have abortions or to carry a child. Like right. it's it's their bodies. So well, how could a man be telling a woman what they can and can't do? Because it's really just men, mm-hmm. white men, yeah. and you know, unfortunately, some of these Latino men. And he's, oh, you know, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the black ones, too. I mean, it's, it's, it's girl, really crazy. That. So, All right. Um, go ahead, Nick. Let's okay, next one. Rapid fire. Uh, R. Kelly, girl. <laughs> Good riddance to bad rubbish. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I listen. We in all grew sentence. up. We all grew up listening to R. Kelly's music. Yeah. Listen, Bump and Grind when I was in high school. I mean, sorry, middle school. But, um. Oh, that's you. You got correct yourself. But, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's just kind of like we. Everyone has always known over the years. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, we in the black community kind of like we already don't. A lot of us, a lot of not us, but a lot of straight men, mm-hmm. cisgendered straight men um, don't really value black women. Um, they can value other women, but they don't value black women as they should. And so it's always um, an issue like, oh, you're pulling this person down or, right. or you don't I don't believe this. I mean, it's um, it's sad um, that, you know, it took all of this. I mean, I didn't I could not and I did not watch the um, surviving R. Kelly story. Oh, I watched all of it. And so um, insane. But um, but I just remember I remembered being a teenager and being like, I'm, I'm confused. R. Kelly is how old and Aaliyah is how old? How are they a thing? You know what I mean? And but it's like that conquest yeah. of older men sleeping, being with younger women, 
I mean, look at Bootsy. Like, wouldn't didn't he like hire yeah. women to have sex with his Child, let's, underage let's, son? Let's not even go there okay. right now. So okay. we're gonna stop right there. Yeah, she don't like Arcade like that. But let's talk about one more person. So black excellence. So this is very a kind of controversial. Simone Biles, she said she should have quit before she went to Tokyo. Uh, so in an interview, she said, "I there was a lot happening, mm-hmm. and." I hadn't really, she said, I hadn't really dealt with the Larry Nass, Nassar and all of that before. I was just barreling through. You know, she's been, funny enough, besides this year, when she didn't really compete, she was undefeated. She's been undefeated since 2013. Yeah. She has yeah. never lost a competition in almost 10 years. And I think that she said that, and then the pressure is like, the, she said the first time I went to the Olympics, people knew I was like good and I was great. But it didn't have the pressure it did on this next one. This was literally like she was on the same level as Serena Williams, Michael Phelps. Like she's literally Michael. She was there. Right. Absolutely. And she's just like, I had to not do that because she said they're twisted. She's like, if anybody would have did the vote I did, they would have died. And people are like, well, why she like didn't quit? I just like, girl, you can't jump in the air, spin three times and lose your way in the air. You will die. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right. You will die. And that's what she's like. I just got off the floor. She's just like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It's just like something was wrong. And she said, I should have quit before and just kind of took time to myself. She said, but I was just pushing myself because it was expected of me. And, and she and she's a team player. She really wanted to be there player. for her team. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think that um, I listened to their um, testi- testimonies, mm-hmm. um, all four of the women. Yep. And like when they said that she, when she said that the people already knew that she had been one of his victims and they had not done anything about it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this is crazy. And, but the biggest thing of like, they're like, how in the fuck did the FBI cover this up? Like the FBI yeah. was working yeah. to cover this up. Well, because it's huge. And that this whole thing, and it was crazy because, you know, the Corolli Ranch, you know, uh, Bella Corolli, famous uh, genetic coach, Nadia Kamanish, uh, Mary Lou Retton, uh, Carrie Strzok. And this was happening at like, the, I think they, they had to know that some I mean, there's uh, over a hundred girls. This is not like, you know. No, it's hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds. Because, he, I mean, and they're like, range from like super young. I mean. Yeah. Like sedating them and then. Yeah. You know, it's, it's insane. Yeah. I mean, they literally sent him to like a hundred and something years in that sense. I mean, it's so crazy. And I think she should have taken time for that. Uh, before we go to our next music break real quick, I'm going to get Barry's thought on her friend of his, Kelly Price. <laughs> Was she a friend of yours? <laughs> Let me tell you something about, sorry, <laughs> I'm putting my, my wine out. So, um, thing that, there are a few things around this, right? So, I don't really follow some of these people like that. When, when Maddie was like, have y'all seen Kelly Price? Last time we heard from her, she said... She had COVID, and that was like in June, July. Yeah, yeah. And so no one had heard from her, and she said, somebody go by and check on her. And, like, I mean, fine, I'm glad that she has come out and said, you know, blah, 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 blah. But it was really rude for her sister to be, to yeah. say all those, especially when, like, they're not on good terms. And so right. clearly that she hadn't spoken to that bitch in over a year or so. I did not know that part. Yes. So know. then that's when she was like, please, Kelly. She was like, girl, we don't have that relationship. We haven't even spoken. We don't talk. Right. So then, like, for you to be acting like now you're acting like you know, you're like, it's odd, but we, I don't the, answer your call. Yeah, absolutely. It was just kind of one of those things where you were like, uh, oh, now we get all the tea for real. Yes, this mm-hmm. is so you're trying to yes. Mm-hmm. That makes but a lot. More I'm sense. glad that she's okay. Mm. 
Um, because, you know, listen, I've, I, I listened to something. I think we all have been on this tangent. Um, like, I'm a vaccinated person, fully vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I get it. I mean, I know that now they're like, oh, this is the this now is the unvaccinated problem. Um, and someone put something in perspective. I watched this NBA player the other day um, and he had a great answer because they were at a press conference and he said they were asking him, why is he not vaccinated? And he said, well, he said, let me he said, I'll say this. He said, I had covid with all the research and information that you guys have that they have been providing over the past year. He said, I had covid. So that means I have the antibodies. I am healthy. I am young. Mm-hmm. I'm athletic. So therefore, I have the antibodies and I don't, at the moment, need to be vaccinated. So why is this a thing against all these unvaccinated people when, why can't it just be, okay, well, it's my choice to be vaccinated or not. And I get it. I mean, that, and, I, and I had to step back a bit because before I was definitely like, these people need to be vaccinated, blah, 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 blah. blah. Mm-hmm. But then it's when someone is informed that way, because a lot of these people are very like misinformed and yeah. like oh, all yeah, these conspiracy sure. theories. Yeah. But when he puts it like you, you said that the people who need to be vaccinated, blah, 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 blah. And then you need to be healthy. You need to. And I and listen, I know that I lost. I have friends who lost parents. I had friends. I had colleagues who were lost and they were like young, like 41, right. 38. Yeah. I should just tell them. I don't know if you know this. My dad was in the hospital with COVID. Oh, wow. I didn't I've know had. That. A, yeah. So, so, yeah, I didn't really tell anybody. I've had a week. Mm-hmm. Right, but um, he's fine. He was he's, he had was vaccinated, so he's like it, right. It's coming off of him, but it's one of those things where it's just like, oh, okay, this is at my front door. It's at, it's at my front door now. Right, and and that's the thing. Like we for parents, like I pushed both. I made both appointments for my parents in South Carolina to be vaccinated, and mm-hmm. it was one of those things. Aww. And my oldest brother did not for the longest time, and then he got COVID, and it was like really bad. Um, and then my middle brother saw my that my oldest brother had COVID and was like shit. And then he said, yeah. I'm going to, I, I went and got vaccinated, vaccinated. And that was like maybe within the last month. And so, you know, it's been like, it's kind right. of one of those things where you're like, right. people are now getting vaccinated. But I also think that we should be like, okay, girl, you know, I'm vaccinated, whatever. Cause I know some people who are definitely anti-vaxxers yeah. and then for whatever reason, it's that craziness that they have in their brain yes. about it. But then like when you're really like, okay, I'm not judging. I'm not like, you know, listening to some woman or somebody crazy who, who doesn't have yeah. any kind of medical knowledge of anything right. and they're like mm-hmm. they're injecting you know microchips into 5G. your arm girl i'm 5G. like girl because see on. my thing especially with the girls the gays before we go to our music break honey i'm like look girl i'm not trying to be funny but girl if i seen you in central park taking a load over the rocks <laughs> 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 oh yeah by the way the liquor has just arrived that's why uh, we parked them girl we've been very we're going on a music break we're going to tell you about our evening the, the way we look why we look the way we do oh right now oh my gosh hilarious um, so but yeah I'm like girl cause if you bend over the rock taking a load in Central Park bitch just get the fucking vaccination you don't know what was girl, in that either Ma- if you eat McDonald's every fucking day bitch, yeah. that part I that mean, part come on now mm-hmm. but we're going to go to the um, the music break now we're celebrating it, uh, Lil Nas X's uh, uh, Montero so oh my gosh hold up so every I just, track's from there things said so I so I did my research last night I listened to the whole album I had not streamed the album wow. yet oh some beautiful songs in there. And beautiful songs and like really heartfelt things. Yes. And like, first of all, that call me when you want him. Um, call uh, me by my name. Things said, okay. I want to ride it and, sh- and like shoot oh, in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Like shoot, shoot, my, shoot, uh, shoot, my, shoot, my, shoot a child in your mouth while I'm riding. I mean, I was just like, come on. Yes. Okay, great. Uh, I got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what's the funny girl? The other day, somebody, they got a kid's bop version of that. I was like, what? <laughs> 
kids bop is still around? Girl, yes. I bet they, had a, they had a kids bop version. I was just like, I'll be in the hallway looking at the teacher. Oh like, my God. <laughs> I like, um, so we going to change these words, right? I remember the last time Ooh. I was that shocked was when they did a kids bop Cardi B yes. for I mm-hmm. Like It. And then that was when I was like, all right, it's... Yeah, I can, yeah. I can see that, but they had the like, kids bob spirit by Beyonce with them white people wearing the design sheets. I was like, y'all... Oh, I remember that. ...have tried... I remember that. All of it. I remember that. And we'll continue to try it. So we're actually going to play three songs right now. We'll be back and we're going to be a little bit more sauce. Uh, we're going to play Scoop uh, featuring Doja Cat, which is mm. real cute. So as you don't know, right? if you don't know, honey, Lil Nas X and Doja Cat are on the uh, world, world domination. They're literally yeah. on the rise to become the new thing. I said, Nicki Minaj, you might want, girl, you might want to come out here, Doja Cat, doing oh, her thing. Talk about, no, 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 oh, she needed to say where she oh, is. Oh, you think? No. And then we have tales from- Doja uh, supports Nicki. Yes. Doja, like- No, 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 I'm just talking about, so I don't know if you guys in the last week or so, before we come out- Oh, about, the, about, the, uh, about the COVID the, thing? No, 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 COVID thing is something else. Oh, the, but, the woman. But the, yes. Let's yeah, talk her about, her we'll talk about that when we'll get, we'll talk about that when we'll get back. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> So, and we have Tills uh, of Dominica, which is wonderful. And then Dollar Sign Slime with Megan Thee Stallion. When I tell you that I, song. Yes. Hello, oh, my God. Song. First of all, it's only two minutes and 35 Baby. seconds. I was like, it's a whole nasty. Said, it's a tease. I was like, it's a tease. Yeah. Two minutes, 35 seconds. Baby, the like, whole time I was like. A lot of his songs are very short. Yeah. Well, because you know what it is? They want people to stream it over and over again. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, baby, I was like, that Dollar Sign Slime is a whole nasty mm-hmm. bump. And so is Scoop. So, but you're going to, uh, so when you're listening to, oh, sorry, girl, I can't talk. I ain't been to sleep, girl. So, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, bitch. Oh, yeah. No, bitch. You've been to sleep, girl. You're listening to Queer State of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn. I've been working on my body. You ever seen a nigga hit Pilates? No, I ain't feeling sorry. Been in the kitchen bumping Nazarati. Shit, I've been in the crib going crazy. I've been moving work on the daily. Baby, ain't trying to be a baby. Understand, I'm just trying to be the daily. Scoop, 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 Blue stones at the kit bag. Now watch it hit back My ex in my phone trying to get back Don't you hit me with that bitch You ain't with that Now it's Nicky get flown and sit back And I won't call on the phone If I hit that And I'm trying to fuck little nigga Fuck the chit chat Ain't talking guns when I ask where your dick at I've been working on my body You ever seen a nigga hit Pilates No I ain't feeling sorry been in the kitchen bumping Nazarati. Shit, I've been in the crib going crazy. I've been moving work on the daily. Baby, ain't trying to be a baby. Understand, I'm just trying to be the daily. Scoop. Tomorrow is my day off. All them rehearsals got me tight. Look at the payoff. And now my body look like something you did take off. I just got my veneers out. Bitches wanna rip they face off. But you thought you'd have a chance after you wanna disrespect me. Let him apologize and eat it in a bendy. He named my right cheek Jennifer and left one Lopez. Can't call me stupid with this big old fucking forehead, motherfucker. Let me
working overtime to make sure I be the scoop. They gon' know me, scoop. Y'all take a room and then y'all gon' wear it out Fuck all that talk about who's in the whereabouts I walk in Nemes and Marcus, I'm buried out Walk in the bank and say, fuck it, let's clear it out Talk about who's in the whereabouts I walk in Nemes and Marcus, I'm buried out Walk in the bank and say, fuck it, let's clear it out 
I'm the same dollar sign slime, they gon' hit me. I'm the same dollar sign slime, they gon' feel me. I'm the same dollar sign slime. I'm the same dollar sign slime. Real hot girl shit. They can't stop me. Say I can't do it, bitch. Watch me. All you lame hoes turn hate into a hobby. Damn, watching me, gotta turn you on. I should have my own category in point. Ooh, I'm just such an obsession. See about me, your IG suggestions. Thick, no ad. Prosthetics. Everything about me came from genetics. Yeah. I've been getting money, I ain't new to this. Miss one, catch one, I ain't new to fish. But if he throwing that broad, and I get hooked, then you doing your job. Baby, all these hoes imitate me. You gon' fuck a stand or the real slim shady. Toxic, suck a soul out, then block it. Got more cream than a Sunday topping. Yes, y'all. That was Lil Nas S with Dollar Sign Slime, Tales of Dominica, and Scoop featuring Doja Cat, who has one of my favorite songs right now, which is amazing. But yeah, we just want to make sure we support this young man because, look, we haven't had anything like this before. Right. Like ever. It's true. And the fact that he, <laughs> I'm about to be shady, Miss Barry. You can join me on this. The fact that Lil Nas X, um, he only hires black gay dancers. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. There's black gay dancers. And he lays with his own kind. Oh. I'm not gonna, oh, oh, no. Okay. His boyfriend is... Yeah, his boyfriend. Yeah. Is yeah. the boyfriend a background dancer? The boyfriend was a background dancer. But, you know, she's 22, girl. Yeah, yeah. Know, they, so. they, they, they... Oh, my they gosh. First of all, I said, not a background dancer. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> scary movie. Not a backup dancer. <laughs> you the one. And she goes, hey, huh? Girl. How old is twenty two. He's twenty two. Oh, okay. He is twenty two. Get it, honey. Okay, and he's twenty two. And I'm so impressed by this album at twenty two. I'm just like, mm-hmm. you really did some real good stuff, you know, yeah. in that sense. And he's the artwork too, all the promotions right. they were doing, everything. And he's when you've seen it, she helped a lot. Yeah, when you see him in interviews, he's very cute. He's just such he a is. good. Hey, watch if you have give a chance. Go on YouTube, Amazon Prime. Watch him and Monique Hart. Cause Monique Hart, oh, yeah, 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 I, I didn't mean yeah, to watch yeah. that. Yes, it looks so good. Monique Hart is, how do I say this? Monique Hart's a drag queen that I grew up with. That girl, yes. okay. she's just so black. And I'm glad she's leading so into that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad she's leading. Um, yes. Yeah, so we are going to talk about something else that um, Miss Barry brought up. Oh, before we do that, subscribe. Can you do the QR code? Well, subscribe, please. I don't know. How to do that. Okay, <laughs> that's Micah's job. I'm just the guest here too, girl. The, the, only, the, the only reason the bitch is the guest here because she can't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, girl, I'm coming to show. I'm like, girl, you might as well, honey, you're awake. <laughs> what do you need? You need the Instagram? No, no. So we just need QS to subscribe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. Subscribe so to us. We're usually, great. Usually it's Micah. So just, just go on QS Web and go and do that. Yes, go, go, go yeah, subscribe so. to what we do. So, because what we do, we do great. Yes. Yeah, so, Miss Barrett brought up a very, very interesting topic right now. She looks at uh, looks at herself in all this beauty. Hey, bitch. Oh, girl, this is my old uh, gym. This, my, <laughs> this, okay. So, I'm posting my tea out there, girl. I was trying to change my blog. You're revealing too much. I, oh no, I was reveal on the show, girl. <laughs> Not enough for me. I'm gonna my tea. <laughs> Don't get nervous. Okay. It's my tea. Okay. This is the shirt. You know, this is my trick shirt that I had. You know, I have. Me and Olivia looking like ooh. <laughs> I know, girl. Really, I, we know what you've done in that shirt. I say something. Yeah. Oh, girl, I say it. Yeah, this shirt, uh, this shirt had a journey today. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, you changed the shirt. I was like, I don't have time. <laughs> so this this shirt has... Wait, who told, who told you to change your shirt? No, I was going to change the shirt because I just wanted... The little that's, angel. Oh, okay. I just wanted to come here and look and look nice and fresh for the girls. And then I saw Olivia and I saw you. I was like, okay, fresh is not happening today. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just coming. <laughs> well, this is, this, I, I just like, told you I was going to... I told cute. you last night I was going to roll You're up cute here too. and do we're both, we're both To be fair, she did when she was on my lap and we're yeah. on our ninth or tenth drink or whatever it was. She said, girl, um, I'm probably going to be like dead tomorrow. I said, girl, you to me too. I said, no, I'll be fine. Yeah, and then I'll Barry comes in here with these like poignant, like articulate responses. I know, you and and I'm like, and a look too. And a look right? too. And yes. a look too. The shoes to match. And girl, we just. What a piece of hell. We literally have been like, we've been like, we've been like, okay, let me put these words together, girl. <laughs> I'm just glad it's not a kid in here. McDonald's. <laughs> it's like, C, she sells, C sells by the shore. Girl, we've been going to girls Jay-Z. Very monotone today, girl. It's one of a dry-ass show. <laughs> a piece of mac chicken was flat right now. Oh, girl. Oh, some wing stop and some garlic garlic uh, parmesan wings. I can't, I can't do wings. I need that because that's going to help my... I like the, um, the lemon pepper. The lemon pepper. That might I need that too. tonight before one I go time, to bed. Who was it? One of our mutual friends who shall not be named. One time Ooh. was like, hint. I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, <laughs> our coder bro. Oh! Our coder bro one time was like, no, the only reason you need to go to strip clubs is for the lemon pepper wings. <laughs> yeah. That's I, the best I, place he, to I, ever I, get a wings. He literally and said he gets, the like, yeah. so serious about it, like so intense, and is like, no, trust me, like don't go for the ass. Don't so I have lemon never been to a strip club before. Me either. Me either. I have. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm girl. not going to say why I have been to a strip club. I just said I have. I remember I you have. went with your brother. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. I remember that you told oh me you God, told me all about that. I, I like, sent I sent you the video. It's my, literally I, the messy hour. I, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Oh yes, it's no, called the messy hour. Yeah. Because my brother, will, like, is also like when you when you go into the strip club with me, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what? I literally um, went to the strip club with my brothers and my cousins, had a good time, and I'm like I'm like the protector. Yeah. So when the strippers get like, you want to buy me a drink? I said, like, oh, bitch, I like dicker. Uh-uh, I'm being turned off a drink. Go over there. They'll be like, oh, you're so fine. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Shoo, shoo. Shoo, bitch. Shoo. Don't fuck up my cocktail. Shoo. So I love the strip. We went to the strip club one time, and this bitch looked like she taught second grade. She had some uh, Coke bottle glasses on. She had she that. Dancing? I, I, she was dancing. Girl, she looked like. She, she came. Like she came out. I was just like. Okay, so this is what we're doing Where today. Was this? Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm here. Of course. Uh, I was like, do men like pussy that much? Why is that thing? so Ohio? Why is that so Ohio? Where I, yeah, I mother's teach, like, bitch, I gotta see. I teach second grade. I have a whole salary, but like, it's still not enough. I have to go dance on the weekends. Like, well, this is what you gotta do. What you gotta do, girl. You know, I, wish I had dance ninety six thousand dollars in debt. Bitch, I'm evil about that. Right, that ninety six thousand dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's talk about that. I have sixty five, ninety six. Well, if you want to uh, include house credit cards, how like over hundred k? Yeah. No, 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 just as good. Just student, uh, loans. student loans. How much do you have? Okay, so um, my federal student loans, which oh, I will never be paying back. That part. Um, <laughs> Allegedly. Okay. You're on air, girls, a live radio show. <laughs> Supposedly, reportedly. Allegedly. Um, uh, listen, so that's, that's that I mean, part. that's that doubled. So it's like 100 and almost oh, no, no, no. $120,000 for a degree that said you can sing. Hold up. But then I, so I had um, a private loan that I had from undergrad from Manhattan School of Music. And um, my brother co signed for me. 
And I took out, I would say that was 40,000, a little over $40,000. And that loan literally, that was 2000, I think I finished at 2005 in Manhattan School of Music. It literally doubled. So, hold up. So, and so, but you know, girl, listen, we have friends who actually said, she has the things, girl. So, I owe all. I get yeah, interest. Oh. So um, I literally, I owe, you know how much I owe on that loan now? How much? Today? $5,000. Oh, yes. So oh, wow. Yeah. Also, okay, yes. Barry. So she paid, listen, she paid that. Um, I paid, I paid that. If it was for traffic, I would be earlier. So you two need to link because she knows she's the musical theater major. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, speaking of singing and stuff. My so 57000 in debt says I am. Girl, listen, Girl. I didn't say that. Hold up. But so I will say this before we go because I know it's weekend in time. So um Liz Stevens and I were here last week. Yes, yes. yes. So um Love her. so actually so this com- so October sixteenth here in Brooklyn at the uncommonly I think it's called uncommonly space or um yeah, it's called Uncommonly. So the Uncommonly Stooly Studios here in Brooklyn on October 16th, we will have our kickoff for Studio List Voice. Ooh. That's studiolistvoice.com. You can go yes. and and um and donate and become an angel donor of $250 for mm-hmm. angel donors. But um, we will have our um, big kickoff to her season, and that will be at 4 p.m., on October 16th here in Brooklyn at the Uncommonly Studios. Mm. Um, go to Studio List, L-I-S, Voice, oh, yeah. com, And um, I will be singing. I have not. I've been on a vocal hiatus. Wait, wait you're going to sing? So I, so I will you, be singing. Are you a bass baritone? Yeah, I am a bass uh, baritone. Okay, so I, I will be singing <laughs> on like, the, um, the concert. Um, which is very, it's, you know, on thing because I, I want to call him a tenor. You know, I was waiting. Um, I actually will be joining the cast at Lincoln yeah. Center of um, Intimate Apparel this coming um, oh, December. Bitch, you better so, work. Yes, God. So see, but you know, I haven't really. I mean, I'm just kind of like whatever. It is. But um, yeah. So the, I was. Just I, just, I, just, I, just, yeah. I wanted to plug that in. I wanted stage. to plug that in. That it is the um, kickoff to Studio List Voice for the season. It is a fundraiser kickoff, and it will be again October 16th here in Brooklyn at the Uncommonly Studios. You can find the information on StudioListVoice.com, and you can actually go there and also um, subscribe and donate. So let me tell you. So last week you guys weren't here. We had one of the best shows. But I, I do a, so everybody. I do a music show every um, the end of every month. Just music. So yeah. last um, last week I did um, the classical opera and all that. And Barry came and Liz came talking about black opera singing. And let me tell you, the second half of you that show. You two should come back for that. Barry had great stories. I mean, I have never. Like, I didn't even know this. I, I've never heard this from him. I've been friends with Barry for over 10 years. 10 years, girl? It's been, it's been over a decade. Yeah, it's been a long time. Oh, been over a decade. You can count it as like I mean, I think you, I think since now. it's been over that because it's been I over ten years since two thousand. I think I met you when I was still living at uh, one hundred fifty eight. Yes, because you so come like when I lived for Chris and I and I lived here for mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's been a long time, yeah. and it's rare that you find people who are in your field who. Mm-hmm. Barry's very honest. If you don't want her opinion, please do not ask her opinion, girl. Oh my gosh, because I'm I I'm not one, <laughs> actually. It's so funny because my. It's fine when it happens to another bitch. My <laughs> best friend, um, Russell Thomas, who's a very famous African-American tenor, yes. he and I were talking about this very subject last night about how in the business, people aren't honest 
yeah. with their yeah. feedback. Like you would tell someone, oh my gosh, you sang amazing. Oh, it was amazing. And then mm-hmm. you tell the next person, oh honey, that cadenza was trash. And it was under, like, you know, and it's kind of yeah. like, why not be authentic and say, because when, I mean, feedback is feedback. Because it's yeah. not, it's, I, I feel like it's not, it, nothing in any of those industries is like purely genuine anymore. It's yeah. more like a, okay, I know your voice sounds like shit, but I know that you have, we have the auto tune, and you have like the aesthetic to make us enough money to where I can like. Yeah, but not in, the, but not up. in, but unfortunately, that's not. That's only in recorded situations. Yeah, true. But like theater not in theater. Too. I was also in musical. I went to the American Musical and Dramatic Academy Conservatory. Mm, Amber, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Snap for Amda. Okay. Yes. Everyone tried to sue them last year because there's some fucked up like racist shit that happens. There. Absolutely, Anyways, I'm sure. Absolutely. Talking about that last week. <laughs> Moving on. I was literally, I was told in my second to last semester, I was told by a teacher that the reason why there were so many, un, the reason why there were so many untalented people, quote unquote, still there was just because they needed their money. Oh, absolutely. So that happens. Yeah. Let me tell you yeah. something. So Manhattan that, like, School of Music is like $60,000 a year by now. Yeah. Manus College is like $60,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And they take all of these people who they know will never who have a career. Who they know are going to fail. Who never could sing. And they like try to build them up and right. like sell them this and, dream that's yeah. never going to be achievable. Right. Or Girl, reality. yeah. I know. And so, I mean, it's really a racketeering scheme. Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunate because... Because some of these people, we do have a lot of these untalented people Don't. in in our industry singing all about because of their skin tone. Like it's just it yeah. is what it is. Mm. And um, but you know that's just kind she of what got, it is today. Look, yes, thing about that the the, the, the operator works. So Barry, I remember I'll never forget this. I won the last a big opera that the Magic Flute. So I did a concert and I invited him with an orchestra mm-hmm. and I sang the speaker. I thought I did well. The bitch like, girl, you did all right. That bitch piped you. <laughs> oh, I said, why? I said, girl, uh-uh. Oh. You got no, no. It was right. And no tea. That's my sister. No she shit. Yeah. for nothing. And then when I asked her, did the dress rehearsal, she was like, you sang that. And to me, and I was like, okay. I know I, that he was very honest. He came in. He, mm-hmm. sat, in the bal- he sat in the balcony. Mm-hmm. He said, okay, bitch, there you go. And, <clears throat> excuse me. And he is one of those people where he's very honest. Like, don't ask him. He actually, for the most part, when people are like, what did you think? This bitch be like, I'm going over there. I'm going to get to Oh my gosh, I will walk away. As soon as you say something, it's crazy. Because people, like, I will tell you this. I, because we're going to run it. I am very authentic. I listen to a lot of great older singers. I have a standard of singing mm-hmm. that I feel like me and my friends around me have a standard of singing. Right here. Yes. Yeah. Right that here. we have always looked up to. And I think that now... The younger generation, and no shade to them, but it's kind of like mediocre is king, and it doesn't really. <laughs> no, it is not black. Like a, like and a, so, and I feel like you know, it really has. It, it it's unfortunate. It, talent because, isn't really a right, thing anymore. It's like the, right. how you can work the system. It is correct. Like, it, correct. And so, I will say that I have always been the same person. I have grown, and mm-hmm. of course, we have grown, grown, but I still still hold a standard. And if someone asks me exactly then I feel like I'm going to give you information that will yeah. probably help you and be better right. just because yeah. these other people aren't. They're going to they're gonna talk shit behind your back. They're going to say, oh, girl, you are amazing. Oh, so, that sounded, and then talk, oh, she had a real wobble. Like, she had that's no middle like, note. But I, like, that's why I like fell out of love with musical theater. Like I love it so dearly, but that was like what was so taxing was going to auditions and having that happen. And I'm like, I know you don't fuck with me, so if you don't fuck with me, just right. tell me. Right. Mm-hmm. Tell right. me and we'll be cool and I won't care. But like the fact that you're out here being like, 
So what are you up to with your like foot behind your head? What? Yes, absolutely. You know, look, yo, uh, so we come to the last minute of the time. Oh, this is a great show. Thank you, Olivia. Thank you, uh, um, Deron. I'm coming back. Bear will be back. Um, Bear will be back a lot more because I'm, I'm trying to like get him to come back a lot more. Well, you know, I'm coming back because it's the 16th anniversary coming up. Well, good. Oh. The next time we do what we do, we'll be back here <laughs> um, So, Olivia, I love you. Thank you so much, you're uh, for coming today to Queer State of Mind. So, have a good one. Thank Goodbye. Yeah. Bye. Bye, y'all. Well, speaking of fucked up, honey. Yes. Yeah.